I'm Trillia Newbell, and this is Stories of Sacred Endurance, a podcast about preserving in Christ through the ups, downs, challenges, heartbreak, and journey of life. Every episode, we will talk to a fellow saint who can teach us something important about enduring in the faith. I am so excited to start season two of Stories of Sacred Endurance. Stories of Sacred Endurance is about to hit the airwaves. Okay, it's not the airwaves. I guess it's the internet. I don't know, but that's why I'm excited to have Useful Group on to discuss podcasting. Nick and Michael, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself and tell us what you do? I'm Nick Reinerson. I'm a chief creative officer at Useful Group, and I am joined by Michael Wojcik, and I'm a digital lead at Useful Group. You both have been working extremely hard on Stories of Sacred Endurance, and you helped get this thing launched, you helped edit, you, well, you didn't help, you did, you did all the work. So <laughs> I just got to speak to people, and you did everything else. And, and it's just been a real great joy to get to know you guys and to partner with you on on this podcast and so i thought it would be fun to to jump start the season just talking about podcasting because it's a thing and it's what people seem to keep doing as a matter of fact it seems like there's this massive flood of podcasts and so i wonder what is the state of podcasting it is the state of podcasting. Well, you're right. I mean, there are there are podcasts coming up like crazy, but I think it's a little bit more like the Wild West still than it is like a crowded city. There's there's a lot mm. of there's a lot of opportunity to tell longer, more detailed stories. You know, obviously, you know, we all have access to Twitter and Facebook, but the cool thing about podcasts is it's sort of this this interesting medium middle ground between traditional media sources, traditional, you know, from TV to radio, publishing, and in sort of the the hyper-democratized social media of of 2020. So it's this sort of this this interesting ground where it's like it's produced, it takes work, it takes effort to tell it to tell a cohesive story, to tell a coherent narrative. Right. You can't just, you know, go off and put an episode up there with no context or anything. So there is an element of, of media to it, but it is also, there are no gatekeepers. So anybody can go out there and put a podcast out. And if it is a powerful enough story or they're an interesting enough voice, people will people will listen. They'll stop what they're doing and they'll, they'll spend their time on it. You know, it it's kind of reminds me of the blogging era, which some people are trying to hold on strong to, but it seems like blogging is losing well, isn't losing. I think it's lost a lot of its steam, mm-hmm. but but that's what it, it kind of reminds me. There were lots of people who were starting blogs, and now there are only probably the faithful few <laughs> who mm-hmm. still have blogs, who are still writing the and 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 there are websites for organizations that have tons of traffic still. So there's still a place for it. So I do wonder mm-hmm. if for podcasts, if there will end up being the faithful few who will hang on and all these floods, they're just going to die away because it is so much work. You have to, I mean, just trying to do this small podcast, you have to schedule, figure out technology. People didn't hear what we were just doing, what you all were doing, because I wasn't doing anything because I don't know anything. (laughs) 
<laughs> but like trying to figure out levels and there's a lot to it. And, and so I wonder, I just wonder if, if you, if you think people will just grow weary in doing it, what do y'all think? Yeah. I mean, I don't think so because I think if you look at how people consume media, it's people, we used to spend a lot more time on websites. And I think that like the reason that podcasts are just kind of killing it right now is because people are busier with their lives. So you can't just sit down and browse a website like you used to. A lot of people, I think it's something about over 50% of people in the States, I think it's like 51% regularly listen to podcasts. And actually like the majority of those people are people who are slightly like more affluent, probably like commute for work. I think that like the median income for podcast listeners is $81,000 a year. And so like, there's this weird, there's a lot of really cool stuff going on in the podcast sphere, but it's all for a lot of people who consume a lot of data, a lot of information. And the way that they can do that the best is through audio because they're probably commuting an hour to and from work every day. Yeah. Yeah. So, but you still have these big platforms. I think the big difference is that people are committed to a ministry, whether that's the gospel coalition or they're committed to an organization. I think like the Bible project is a good example of a podcast that like they don't put as much effort into it as other people. They just have a conversation back and forth, but they've created an audience of people who like listening to them talk about the Bible. So they have two hour episodes that they don't really edit very much. And they also got really good at it too. You know, they get really good at not having all those awkward fillers and hangups and having to go back through and edit the dialogues that they engage in. It is a very urban and suburban thing. So, I mean, obviously not that uh, people in rural communities don't listen to podcasts, but the medium is really built for kind of the modern workaday environment, whether you're listening at work, at an office setting, on your way to work, driving there, working out, you know, so, so a lot of things in sort of the modern world, like as far as the way our lives are structured, lend themselves to audio really well. And, and, and it is kind of cool what Michael was saying, like, people can develop a voice and a platform and a following. And that that's nothing new, but it really is a direct access to long form content, which is kind of cool. And you see it in the mainstream culture, uh, having really prominent political, social voices just because they have a podcast, you know, and or their podcast has really catapulted them to other things. So it, it's a really a phenomenon similar to blogging in the sense of it's how people are consuming information. But it feels like it's here to stay a little bit more and it, it still feels like it's in a little bit of its infancy to me. Yeah. It sounds like it is by just hearing you talk about the demographic and it just based on, and, and this is just the way I think in my general ministry, gosh, there's some untapped, not just resources, untapped audiences, untapped people who could could be encouraged and benefit. Of course, I'm thinking Christian, so that's why I say the word encourage, but could benefit from podcasts. So you you said that it's mostly affluent people or business people or, or people who are commuting who are listening to podcasts. And so if that's true, that means there's a la- massive market untapped mm-hmm. for podcasts. And so, and so, that makes me wonder, what are some of the trends you are seeing? Yeah, well, I mean, I'd say one thing that is really interesting, kind of you're talking about the spiritual and religious market. If you look at a breakdown of data for um, how many shows exist of podcasts and how many episodes are published, the religious and spirituality category has about four to five times the amount of content of any other category on podcasts. 
and that can be kind of a daunting figure, but some of that is just like, you know, every single church pretty much at this point has like some form of a podcast podcast that they put out those sermons. But I do think that typically what we see in marketing and creative industries is that evangelicals uh, are a little bit slower to catch on to trends. Um, But I do think that one place that evangelicals or Christianity as a whole caught on really quickly on was podcasts. Um, They're taking advantage of most of the content that Christians tend to consume is audio based. Like most of the most popular books that we read are probably transcribed sermons from some of our favorite pastors. Shh, don't tell everybody, <laughs> man. We gotta we can't but, spoil the magic. But yeah, so yeah. I I think that that's like a really interesting point that there are a lot of podcasts out there, especially in the religion sphere, but there aren't a ton of good podcasts. Mm. And you know, I think that like one of the things we enjoy a lot with Stories of Sacred Endurance is really trying to refine like let's let's make this like a podcast like some of the stuff that's out there but do it really well and, you know, create an experience that is polished and well done and a little bit quicker, you know, easier to grasp onto. A lot of times podcasts can have 40 to 50 minute long episodes and we tried to keep it a pretty tight 20 with a little bit of variance in there. There's a lot of awesome podcasts out there, but not a lot of them have good, awesome production. Yeah. And I will yeah. note too that a lot of podcasts are produced and then kind of left. And so, you know, while there are lots and lots of podcasts out there, a lot of them are not things that are regularly like they're not well they're not super well engaged with they don't have a strategy around them to to really bring them forward and I, and i think what i what we like about sacred stories of sacred endurance and 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 just sort of our our vision for podcasts in general is kind of the vision that the church took in the early days of television and radio and say hey we've got a really great platform let's do it let's do it as well as everybody else let's learn from the the general culture at large. So, you know, even this podcast, I look at, there are a lot of podcasts kind of that are that are really popular right now and really culturally important that can follow a relatively similar pattern to this, where it's, it's an interview focus. It's bringing on interesting people, engaging people, being directed in a certain way to talk about things that are truly important, you know, to the host. And, you know, we would argue in general. So, so I'm really excited about that. And I think that's where the opportunity really lies in, in the church to really do some really great art, some really great interview stuff, to really bring voices forward that uh, maybe wouldn't have had a chance to be as prominent or, or have their voice mm-hmm. heard. So I'm, I'm really encouraged about that. Well, that's so encouraging, guys. I did not pay them to say any of that. So, <laughs> but it is also, it's... <laughs> But it's, it is encouraging to hear that, and you all have done a beautiful job. I would never have been able to think of or do any of it with apart from you and the way that God has crafted your mind to think and to make things beautiful as, and, and not just we, I, I could have, and we, anyone can, you can produce and record and publish but to make it beautiful is is unique and different. And so thanks so much for doing that, for your efforts in that. And I also do agree about podcasts bringing on voices that you may not have heard. So last uh, season one, we had John Kelly, and he is a pastor in the Chicago area. And we may not have known about him, but um, he was in prison and and. He isn't someone who has a massive platform, but it was a joy to be able to speak to him and highlight his story. And And podcasts, they do, they make that something like that possible. And I'm grateful for that. So 
you kind of talked about the beauty and you 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 answered this question already too. What makes a podcast stand out above the rest? Yeah, I, I would say there are a couple of things really in particular for that. I'd say one, having a specific enough topic that it makes sense to do it because in order to like really have a podcast take off, you need one of two things. You need to have a huge platform with a lot of people who will listen to you once you launch a podcast or you just need to stick with it. <laughs> and those are pretty much the two options. So like I would say finding a, a specific topic or niche, it doesn't have to be hyper specific. I think with Stories of Sacred Endurance, what I really like about it is it's just essentially testimonies of people going through hard things. That is something that a lot of people, everybody experiences a hard thing, right? At some point yeah. in your life. And I think everybody has potential to be able to find, to be able to be interested in or find something similar to the topic of this podcast. So it's really like being sure that you're specific enough and being willing to endure in the process of podcasting, unless, you know, you're somebody with a million followers on Twitter, then. Right. Then it becomes a little, a little easier. But but yeah, yeah. And, and just to add on to that, encouraging someone who's getting started, and maybe this is something that's just really specific for me, but the great thing is if you have the if you have the vision to do it, you probably have something to contribute to the world. And so just don't be afraid to to do something different, to contribute, to to try new things. You know, the like I said a little earlier, the podcast world is still kinda like the Wild West and there's still a lot to be explored, you know, especially in the Christian community in the Christian world. I, I think we have an abundance of podcasts, but I don't think we have an abundance of truly great, well-produced, interesting, novel podcasts that are doing things in different ways. So just not being afraid to try new things. And the great thing about the internet or, you know, podcasts is, you know, you put an episode out and it doesn't work, you can just put another one out and try again, you know? So just to be willing to explore, I think um, that creativity is, is, is God-given and a really important thing. No, that's great. That's so great and so encouraging. I am, okay, I'm going to tell you something that I haven't said out loud, which will make it happen. I am, <laughs> I have been encouraged to start a YouTube channel, which nice. freaks me out a little, but it it's it is something different and something new and yet it's it's another just way that we can help um yeah shepherd what god has given us to say and and or maybe not <laughs> we'll find out but but it's just yeah it's inspiring just to take a step of faith and see what happens but so guys is there any last thing you'd like to say anything you'd like to encourage how can people find out more about the useful group or Anything you'd like to say, I'd love to hear. Yeah. Well, before we do that, I mean, we gotta we gotta stay true to the podcast, right? And 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 just you know, hopefully provide some sort of encouragement of of enduring and and growing. <laughs> and so maybe I'll talk just like really briefly, kind of about who we are, useful group, and uh, and kind of what what we're trying to contribute to the world, and you know how we're trying to serve. So. We're a relatively small team. I think we're 20, 21 now, which I guess is, is big for us. We haven't been around that long, but are, we kind of started with a vision to kind of do things differently than, than you know, kind of the run-of-the-mill company or agency. We really, our, our, our team is built up of, of believers who love Jesus and love the church and love people. And we really wanted to, to get a coalition of people together who, you know, had skills in marketing, design, advertising, web development, so the kind of the, the intangibles, you know, and help 
good missions, good organizations, good people do what they already do more effectively. Cause I think that just kind of feels like that's kind of my role in life. A lot of ways, you know, I'm not a, I'm not a platform guy. I'm, I'm a behind the scenes guy, but I really think what we're trying to do and, you know, everything's imperfectly is just create something where we're, we're responsible for one another together. We're um, committed to the church, committed to, to people and, and, valuing that over profit, which is, which is hard, you know, it's a, it's a hard, you know, in, in, in the world today, like it's hard to do things a different way, but what we're finding is that, that good work and honesty and humility beget more work in continuity. So, you know, I guess what I'd want to encourage anyone out there listening to this from, from our unique perspective would be in a way kind of economic and say, loving people and being obliged to people and um, being bound to people by love and community is actually a really good economic model because it serves and brings up people around you and, and, and brings you into, you know, what Wendell Berry would call membership with other people. So it's mm-hmm. not just clients and work relationships, but it really is an extension of your good work. You know, I know Tim Keller's talked a lot about this and every good endeavor and um, little free advertising for Tim, but, um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, there's a real beauty that comes when, um, you're, you commit yourself to people voluntarily. And then as things get hard and life comes, I think, you know, God designed the world that, that those people could be a, a, a way to, to bind you to him and, and to give you strength and encouragement and help you run the race. So that's kind of what we're trying to do, obviously, imperfectly, but, um, I'm, I'm thankful to be a part of it. Thanks for listening to stories of sacred endurance. If you are enjoying it, please rate and review on Apple Podcasts. That will help more people discover and hopefully be encouraged by this podcast. And be sure to pick up a copy of my new book, Sacred Endurance, from InterVarsity Press. InterVarsity Press is offering podcast listeners 30% off the book through March 2020. Go to ivypress.com and use the code SACRED30 for 30% off and free shipping on your copy of Sacred Endurance. Thanks for listening.